were you that drunk? Like, we didn't hear you. And I'm like, no, you guys were just sweaty. Like, ew. Pass the phone back over to me. Taylor goes, who is that? I went, a friend. To this day, I still do not know who that was. Did I fuck up their drink? Did, did they get their fork? Did they get a steak knife? And then it would be like, you're living in my dream, baby girl. And it Not was the like, baby no. girl. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You fucked up. You fucked up. Yeah, I know. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Room 205. Um, Originally, this episode was all planned out to be like a really nice brunch. You know, we were going to have some mimosas flowing and just like some good conversation. And we woke up from cocktail hour the night before and the hangover just sets in and you start regretting everything that you have planned. And that was us this morning. You call that, what is that called? Day, uh, do- hair the dog when you drink to change your hangover the next day yeah i think that we just get a worse hangover in the what's, evening <laughs> what's your go-to next day drink is it a mimosa, a mimosa or for caesar sure. i don't i still i still can't do caesars i know lots of people that's their morning like go-to after drink yeah mine hands down though mimosa i know people do like vodka and eggs Ooh, too oh bellinis that would be a great it's like a little slush so you got like a little smoothie or like a daiquiri i mean like the like the peach juice and yeah cake. oh peach like, oh yeah. i didn't know that yeah, was what i've never had a bellini that way no God, am, I, <laughs> am i the, the basic bitch in the group <laughs> Jeez, i want to maybe we should be doing some of that <laughs> now i'm like that. now i'm like do, do i want to do this yeah. oh, let's go grab some peach juice i love dinner. it oh no that would that would actually be quite refreshing in the morning after but on I've, the morning after yeah in the morning after <laughs> The morning after period? The morning after period. Oh. I think that's never a great line. <laughs> the morning after. It all happened. The morning after. That's when you realize that your actions actually have consequences. Or, or you don't realize <laughs> what your actions are, but you just very and you well find know out the, the consequences. consequences. Yeah. yeah. This just feels like a therapy session. <laughs> Maybe it is a therapy uh, session. I feel, I feel like, like the morning afters are always a therapy session. Like, you know, you have the, you go for like, wow, my English. You go for like a girl's night out and then you have brunch in the morning or you meet up with your friends to have a coffee and just kind of like debrief from the night before and you always find out the most horrific things that you did or the funniest stories. Your Snapchat tells you a lot time stamps you everywhere you were throughout the evening yeah i have the unfortunate habit of pulling my phone out not to record other people but to record myself when i'm drunk oh oh emma yeah so i always end up the next morning like rehashing i always go through my snapchat memories before i go out to remember if there was anything i need to apologize for when i show up at brunch the next day which is and what have you had to apologize how i had to apologize for um my entire mickey of captain morgan at the movie theaters and then five shots of tequila at worst afterwards oh my gosh and then what happened so <laughs> like the so drinking was... is one thing but what did the drinking so, lead to i wake up the next morning 
because I don't remember anything after that. I wake up the next morning and I was like sitting straight up in bed when I woke up. Like my pillows were like this and I was sitting straight up and I woke up in this straight up position and I had my earrings in, like big hoops, my full face of makeup on. I had a piece of gum I was still chewing in my mouth. <clears throat> and so what had happened is like, I have like a bunch of messages from my friends and I'm looking through them and I'm scrolling and, and my friend Taylor is like, Emma, are you okay? And um, he, he's like messaging me and stuff and, and I call him and I'm like, Taylor, like what happened last night? I don't remember anything. Were you at the bar with us? And he's like, no, but you called me. So we had gone from worst to Knoxville because my friend had gotten kicked out and we made it to Knoxville. And I just remember like there was like EDM music playing and I'm, I'm staring into the void, you know. And then I decided I was just going to go home after a couple more tequila shots. Um, why? Why? And my friends were... Why wasn't it just, I'm going to go home? Why was it a few more tequila shots and then I'm going to go home? Yeah. Did you take one in your purse to go? I should have, you know, but I think it was because I was, my friends were buying me shots. So I was like, of course, you know, like bring them in. And then, um, so what had happened is, uh, apparently I had called an Uber or something and then I called my friend Taylor because I think I had said I was going to go back to worse to meet some of my friends. I don't know if I made it there or not. Uh, but my friend Taylor calls me. He's like, yeah, so you called me on the phone last night. And you're like, hey, like, I really need help. Can you come get me? And he's like, are you sure? Like, I can come get you. And then I passed the phone over to someone. And they were like, hey, I'm just with Emma here. She's on the side of the road. We're just getting her some water. She's chilling, whatever. Pass the phone back over to me. Taylor goes, who is that? I went, a friend. To this day, I still do still not know. know who that was. It was me. <laughs> yeah, it was Kay, it was Kay. But I was like, was it a man pushing a grocery cart down the side of the road at 2 a.m.? You know, I it could have very well been, and I'd have no clue. But it's just my friend Bob. It's just my friend Bob, who I met on the side of the street one His night. His real name's Robert, but yeah. we got we got pretty close. So exactly. Bob now. So it's like regretting those decisions in the morning, because it's like, oh, I should have definitely ended up in a ditch that night. The amount of times. Oh, the amount of times that you should almost end up in a ditch and you wake up and you're like, I, I didn't. And I'm proud of myself for that. Like you have to take pride in those moments as... Is that embarrassing? Is that embarrassing when you have to take pride in those moments? Probably a little. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think. I have a buddy who woke up in a random, in the back of a random Toyota Camry. I... Um, and then like two days later, this was during Stampede, woke up on a random person's doorstep. I would die. I would <laughs> die. Oh, wait. I have one that tops it, but this is low-key really illegal. Um, oh! I, I knew this guy. We used to be really close friends in junior high, high school. And when he was, like, probably 17, um, got really, really freaking drunk one night and ended up shitting in a paper bag leaving it on someone's doorstep and lighting it on fire i was gonna ask did he light it on fire yeah yeah and i I, i'm pretty sure the cops did get called from my recollection and there was some issues that ensued but um i was like I smell like shit. literally and metaphorically that is something that like I would be terrified of ever doing is like just committing a very horrible illegal act drunk like 
or I have friends who have ran across the railroad tracks super <gasps> drunk and like I know you're not supposed to do that but when you're drunk you think you're invincible and I'm like you will get hit by a train that is my biggest fear when I leave like a concert or a hockey game oh, getting is hit like by a getting train? hit by a train it's so it's like everyone's so close together and you're pushing, pushing around and, and it's like people are drunk and, and you have to think like when you when you get so drunk you board a flight I to was Italy say, at 7 a.m this is my favorite tiktok it's like how can i get how drunk can i get at um at like 12 p.m brunch or whatever and then it it cuts to a video of her in the airport with these two guys being like drunk enough to board a 7 p.m flight to italy with nothing but our wallets and i'm like that is me on every level but i would be so concerned if i just drunk you, got on a plane you imagine you wake up the next morning you're like oh shit i'm in italy now like, kudos to you though if you can stay sober enough to make it through security and like all of that stuff and customs yeah while being sober or like while being drunk sorry yeah i wonder if no, they you're moved not to the airport halfway through and then they were in like the lounge and they got drunk drunker there what? at 7 p.m yeah if you're inebriated That's they true. won't let you on the plane that being said like i have definitely gotten on a plane <laughs> once or twice and i should not have been allowed to. how would they know they'll never know <laughs> It's, I'm <laughs> sneaky. Right? I was with my brothers once, and I was, I was just—I mean, was, let's not tell that story. <laughs> let's just move on. I was with my brothers. How every other good story starts. I have some ones of my sisters, and oh, yeah. the ah, oh, my 18th. I was reliving this this morning. My 18th. I don't remember all of what happened, but my sisters had not celebrated an 18th birthday in like 10 years. So all of their friends came to the club, like their work friends who I'd never met before, all came to Cowboys to celebrate their baby sister's 18th. And the three of us all ended up back at my sister's apartment. She was moving the next week, so she had nothing except for her bed still in her apartment, no couch, no nothing. And it was the three of us trying to sleep in this bed together. And I don't remember the last time I slept in a bed with all three, like both of my sisters, it was so fucking hot and we had all been drinking. So we're oh, the sweating beer sweats, and yeah. it is disgusting. So like 20 minutes in, I get up and I'm like, hey, I cannot sleep in this bed and I have to go find somewhere else. But there's no furniture in her apartment Did anywhere. sleep on the floor? I slept. The only thing that was like the only other place that I could sleep was like the little bit of a cushioned floor mat in the bathroom. And so I went and I slept on the floor mat in the bathroom on my 18th. And I woke up the next morning and my sisters were like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, were you that drunk? Like, we didn't hear you. And I'm like, no, you guys were just sweaty. Like, ew. Yeah, sharing, I feel like too, I remember Canada Day and a bunch of our friends stayed in this one room in our, and we were drinking and we all set up like sleeping bags in a one room and the next morning my mom opened the door and she was like, because it just ends up smelling like beer and sweat and I like have, everybody just gets, day, day after is not my finest moment, I must say. I have some of the worst like dreams not when i'm drunk but just if i'm hot like if i'm sleeping hot 
and like I'm really warm and there's somebody else in the bed with me and their body temperature is also warm and I'm like sweating. Fever I, dreams. I have so many fever dreams. Like they are my kryptonite. I love fever dreams. They're kind of wild. I hate Not fever actually dreams. like, like them. What? I'm kidding. What? But they're just... Don't you ever think there are, like, points where you're like, that is just crazy that I was having a dream so surreal? Oh, my gosh. All the time. No, I used to get really bad. I don't know if you ever have had these, but, like, um, when I worked at a restaurant, I had the worst fever dreams. Like, I'd wake up at 3 in the morning and literally sit up in bed, and it was like I was still working. Like, I was, like, moving around. I was thinking thoughts. I'm like, oh, shit. Did I, ha- like, get that person, like, their drink? Did I fuck up their drink? Did, did they get their fork? Did they get a steak knife? Like, literally to the point of, like, did they get steak knife? Did they get ketchup? Like, did they want salt? Like, fuck. Like, you think about all those little things, and those were the worst dreams, hands down. And I had them for, like, two years straight. Even after I quit that job, specifically, they didn't stop. I always have a thing where I'll wake up, and then I'll be, like, on my phone and stuff, and then I'll actually wake up, and I'll realize I've not been on my phone at all. Has anyone else had that? Or do you have it where, like, you ever trip in a dream like you're running and you trip on a rock and and then you jolt up and you're like holy shit falling dreams all the time i always have dreams i'm falling out of an airplane or something and hit the ground and i wake up all the time that is like that is a terrifying dream that is a terrifying dream that you're just falling out of a plane and then you smack down does your parachute work no. I feel um, like I'm always... You You ever think about those... Yeah, I just smacked on the ground. I mean... <laughs> you really go splat. I don't, even, I don't even know at that point if I have a parachute or not. I'm just free-falling. Free-falling. Free, free right, that is such a great song. But like... We're getting copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, cut that out. We can't, we can't own Tom mm. Petty. That's okay. But like... <laughs> Yeah, seriously, but um, I feel like dreams, that's so funny. You ever think about that, what your dreams actually mean? Are you one of those people who believes that, like, dreams are real? Like, when you dream them, it's something that has either happened or is going to happen or has happened in, in another, another you, like, time, you... um, what, like, low-key, like, time... Uh... Space dimension. Yeah, thank you. Time dimension. Multi-dimensions? Yeah, multi-dimensional universe. Honestly, at this point in life, I love thinking about theories like we're in we're in the Matrix. I, could, I'm we still could, stuck in Inception. We could fully be in the Matrix right now. Like the only person that I can prove is real is me, right? This could all be a simulation. I don't even right think now. I could prove that myself is real. Exactly. I can only prove my consciousness. Like yeah. to myself, I think I'm real. But we That's could totally all just That's totally why be I fake. see Inception, though. So like, this goes back. <laughs> this is my favorite. I'm sorry, but like. I came up with this on a Hinge dating profile, and I thought this was the smartest, coolest, like, <laughs> prompt ever, but it was one of the questions was, like, what's what's a recent shower thought that you've had? And it's, like, if Inception was real, whose dream would you be living in? And the amount of comments that were just, like, Jason Kenny, Jason Kenny, Jason Kenny, and then it would be, like, you're living in my dream, baby girl. And it Not was the like, baby no. girl. Mm-mm. The baby. Yeah, I can see the <laughs> finger. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. No. But I, I love that thought. It's like, if Inception was real, whose dream would you be living in? Or what pill in the Matrix would you take, right? Like, same sort right of, of like... Pill. Yeah. Yeah, same sort of, like, question in that sense. It's all a, just a deeper understanding of, like, what actually is going on. Because 
is anything really going on? I feel like this is a continuation of our drinking last night because I got so drunk that I wasn't able to have the deep thoughts. I think you were having like an existential (laughs) crisis crisis internally and all of us could like visually see it because you were like, how do I see me? (laughs) Like just like sitting there and just staring into the void for a really long extended period of time. Sometimes you just got to do that though. You got to daydream. You just got to like have your brain run through its cycle of thoughts. I don't even know if I was thinking anything. I think it was just like pure nothing. flatline. Just nothing. Pure flatline of thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Beep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We were just going through that last night, so they all continued over to this morning. At least it wasn't like an existential crisis where you like were freaking out. Needed a liter tub of ice cream and you know how to lose a guy in 10 days and a tissue box yeah we can all we We can can do that those are my favorite types of existential crises though i know i think that my existential crisis was more like what is the meaning of life kind of existential crisis but in my own brain and then what is the meaning of my life you know well that's a really (laughs) deep thought to be having um that's a whole topic to dissect. I don't other, know if but I like. Can it's like, yeah, no, not at all. But it's like, it's so funny. It's just like when you're drinking and the and the places your mind goes to. Okay, no, I. This is a question that I do have though. Everyone here has those like. Do you have an internal voice? Oh yeah. Like you can hear. Okay, apparently some people don't have an internal voice. I didn't know that until recently. And are you just living in complete silence all the time? Like, I can. I can hear myself think and it's though it's like it makes my brain race sometimes because it won't stop it's also calming because then I'm not just always in this silence you know I know what you mean I'm gonna actually search this up like the percentages because I think it's smaller the people who don't have the voice in their brain versus the people who do have voices in their brain I wonder that's just voices or voice Voice. or voice and so so is your voice your own voice or is your voice like a completely my voice voice? is my own voice i would be concerned if my voice was not my voice my voice is not my own voice that's okay let's so so the reason so okay this is a psychology thing i've actually i've actually had a long chat with this about someone uh with someone um so basically your internal voice can take on either the look of someone like if your voice is super mean at you because people have internal voices okay, that well, shit yeah. on them. Yeah. So they can picture that in like a different voice that may not, it may be themselves, but it also may be a super mean voice, like a male voice, super derogatory, maybe a female voice, super derogatory, or like some people take on a calmer voice to like soothe themselves and be able to calm themselves and stuff. So people take on different, different voices based on what they need or what their brain acts like. See, that's interesting because I can definitely see like, I think my own voice, I can see the change in tone depending on like, what it is saying like whether it's self-deprecating or whether it's motivational or like whatever i can hear the change in the tone but it's still always my voice so apparently around 30 to 50 percent of people uh have an inner monologue that is a frequent thing only 30 to 50 percent only 30 so that's actually really low number yeah that's wild yeah so it's Ah. interesting you think about that yeah, not everybody has an internal voice. I feel like... Do, do you think you'd have deeper thoughts then? If you didn't have an internal voice? It's it's weird to think about there just being silence. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that sounds weird. Silence? And I mean, there is technically silence because you're asking yourself and it's an internal thought. But like, can you imagine asking 
and nothing responding to you, like not even a thought in your brain being like, oh yeah, this, this, and this. Well, would you even ask yourself then though? Yeah. <laughs> like, and how do you, do you just generate all thought out of free form? Like every thought is an original thought and or feeling because it's never been pre-discussed within your own subconscious. But yeah. I, do you see what I'm saying? I was, on the topic of original thoughts and original comments, I've realized now more recently that I'm never going to have an original thought or comment. No, it was like last night we were playing that um, game and one of the prompts was uh, come up with the best inspirational like poster, motivational poster type thing. And the ones I listed off were already, were already ones. Like it counted in the game, but like I was like, I don't think I could think of an original one if I needed to right in this moment. Like my, it was like, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Like, I know that's like super cheesy, but that was the one that came up. But it's like, what, what else? Like your life has meaning. I saw like, that's not an original thought. I don't think it is at least. I saw this video that was talking about, it was like when you create scenarios in your head and you you make all these specific like characters or people and you like make this whole scenario where you're the main character and you have to go back because you haven't, you haven't done a scene right or you have to replay a scene because a certain character went a different way and I was sitting there and I was watching this and I was like, do I not have any original ideas in my mind? So then are you not a main character in your own life? I think that we are always the, uh, are we our own main characters? Depends. I feel like it depends on the person. See, I always found that argument so funny when like, you know, you get in a temper tantrum when you're a kid and your mom would be like, you know what, Charlotte, like the world doesn't revolve around you. And it's like, mom, I understand that. But like my world sometimes does revolve around me because I am me. I, I just... Like. Does that make sense? Or is that just a really selfish thought to think? I used to have this guy in high school, um, in junior high, always say, it's your world, Emma. We're just living in it. And I knew he did it to bug me because he was like, you're such an attention seeker, whatever. But I'm like, (laughs) I think about it now. And I'm like, you know what? In my mind, it really is my world. And I really do. Everybody else is just living in my own world. Right? Because it is me and to myself, I mean, like, I am my own Like, you spend 24 character. hours a day, every day of your life with yourself. So, in a way, it is your own world. But there's everybody else that, like, is a part of it in some way yeah. that are all also in their own worlds to certain degrees. I feel like there's not only one main character in your own world. There are, like, multiple main characters. You know what I mean? It's like how, like, you watch a TV series and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, like, Like these are the main characters, these are the people off of the main characters, and it's like, okay, maybe that's my favorite main character, but this person is, you know... Like, friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm technically a main character in my own world, but so are other people, but I'm, like, maybe the first main character, in a way, because I'm the first person I met, so... in my life, I'm the first main character because I was the first person introduced. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I'm Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. You'd actually I though. Aniston. I said Aniston. <laughs> actually though, you you you're really Phoebe. Oh, fuck. 
I, love I don't think that's a bad you, thing. I, I, I love that. I love Are you Phoebe. I, I love Phoebe. <laughs> You're really struggling with some names. The names today. here, Phoebe. I love Phoebe. You're I saw this Phoebe. theory about Phoebe. It was like, what if she never actually had these friends? Oh yeah, I've Do you seen see that, that theory. Too. Yeah, no, that's a wild like conspiracy, not conspiracy theory, but like a wild subreddit theory. I've yeah, definitely heard that one. Oh, uh, you can find some good stuff on there. <laughs> I can see it though fully. Like I could see you marrying a Mike, not an actual Mike, but like a like Mike. I was gonna uh, say that's really that's a problem. <laughs> a like Mike, <laughs> someone like Mike, and I just yeah, Phoebe in every which way, shape, and form. I feel like you're you're Monica. Yeah, I know I am. I'll take that. Yeah, I feel like you're the Monica of friends, but yeah. not in a bad way. I love Monica. Monica's great. Monica, Monica comes in clutch at moments, but she's also a little overbearing at other times. I can, she can get really annoying and that's why I take sometimes offense to being called Monica, but then I understand it in that like, they, they ruined her character. They really did. Her character, like it just, they turned her uh, just into like this They really did. Like, she just is so OCD in everything. And, like, people like that exist, but it's just, like, they don't, they don't have such negative effects on all of their friends. Yeah. Like she does in the show. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she's, like, a cause of so many problems in that show. It's, like, they really ruined her. <laughs> I, oh, Emma, are you going to I've sneeze? been waiting okay? to sneeze for the past, like, two <laughs> minutes. If I've been making any weird faces, There's I'm so sorry. Weird faces. I'm not I'm making like, reactions. Like, I've been like, trying to, I was like, I think she might be having another existential crisis, crisis in my brain about ro- them ruining Monica's character. <laughs> no, I'm like having an <laughs> You know, when you sneeze or you need to sneeze, but you can't, and then it just goes away, but you're like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that was what that was. I, I always make sure that I sneeze, otherwise that turns into blowing a nose, and I do not want to blow my nose, yeah. ever. Charlotte's biggest fear is blowing nose. I don't I think that's your actual it. biggest fear, but that's one of your... No, my actual biggest fear is taxes, because those things scare the shit That's rational. That's, like, and that's the thing. It's a very rational fear. Like, it's just, like, I... That's I your think... irrational fear, is No, I think blowing. it's rational. I think it's quite rational, because I think quite a few people are very terrified of taxes. No, nose blowing. Oh, nose blowing is my irrational Not, fear. No, tax, yeah. taxation taxes is probably rash. one of the most rational fears I've <laughs> ever you. heard of. I'm terrified of taxes. Like, I just feel like I'm going to screw them up one day and the CRA is it's actually going to come gonna knock come, on my yeah. door. Like, I'm not going to get one of those scam, scam call. phone calls that's like, what's your sin? I'm actually going to get an agent coming to my door and being like, boom, boom, boom. You fucked up. You fucked up. Yeah, I know. The scam callers. You lost your SIN number and you're gonna go to jail for the rest of your life. Isn't that so pleasant? Like sometimes you're like, oh, okay, like I don't know this number, but I'm gonna answer. It might be something important, right? You answer it and it's like, there is a warrant out for your arrest. And you're like, that's that's a great thought on like a Monday morning. I remember Thanks. my yeah my brother got one of those and he started crying and stuff because he was afraid that like they were gonna take him in for his sin number being lost and he's stuff. He's also but, like, so young. He's that's like probably... twelve or thirteen. And my mom, he got another one. And my mom like yelled at them over the phone. But oh. it's just it's just crazy to think of like the scam callers just like once they get your number, once they get it, you had that like just spiral of it. In terms of like, you had what, fifty scam calls like within a month. 
Like, yeah. it just, your number was on every single hit list, apparently. And you can, the thing is, if you call the numbers back, they do, so they'll do, like, the first three numbers are the same as your digits, and then the next are different. So if you call them back, you'll actually call someone in the city. And I've done that before, and I yelled at a woman, because I was like, can you stop calling me, please? And she was like, what? And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, we're, you just called me, like, scam call. And she was like, I didn't call you. And I was like, okay, well, just warning you, like, they're using your numbers. I'd be so embarrassed if I started randomly yelling at a woman to I... stop calling me. And she was like, what? what? <laughs> oh, I was, I was like, can you stop calling me? And then she was like, I don't know who this is. Like, I'm so. sorry, I have not been calling you to my knowledge. Yeah, but... <laughs> exactly. Those scam callers. They're a piece of work. They'll never stop. <laughs> At least it's better than the scam text when you almost click in to it. It's like, you have been rebated like $150 from your last phone bill. And it's like, that doesn't seem right. And then you click the link. And then you click the link. My dad sent a screenshot one time and he was like, this seems fishy. And like to our family group chat. And we were like, yeah, Dawn, that's a like, that's a scam. Do not click that. And he was like, okay, I just wanted to double check first. And I was like... Good man. Yeah, you always. Well, I'm happy I'm living at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I saved my mom and dad out of like twenty thousand dollars, probably. Oh, right. Yeah. Like that just that can go down a whole deep dark path of really just <laughs> you get yourself in way deeper than you ever thought you would by one simple click. That's like how you can get yourself way <laughs> way <laughs> one deeper. One single shot. One single shot. You add that extra shot at the end of your night, like you thought was a good idea from uh, Knoxville's, and then you end up on the side of a street with Bob. Yeah, Bob and I, and then you end up back at home, and here we are. And here we are. Well, at least that's like, you'll never forget that moment. Yeah, exactly. You'll never forget who that possible Bob was. I'll never forget that apparently I had a friend there, so, you know. I'm happy that you were protected in that moment. Thank you. Or possibly at risk. But I'm going to go with protected. Yes, exactly. And in the comfort of our own homes. Yes.